and welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan. I am joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Agraviador. And Mia, we it's been a little bit since we recorded our last episode. Uh, we, you know, we're getting to pretty close to halfway through this princess movie marathon. And I'm not going to lie to you. I just kind of needed a break from watching these movies. And so that's why we've been on sort of a little bit of a hiatus. Have you not been having fun? Uh, I've been having fun with the reactions to the episode. I've not been super enjoying actually watching, like, all of the movies. Okay, because we have six left. Yeah, it's been a lot. So (laughs) I needed a break. Um, But we are back to why... And this is the other half of the reason why it's been a little bit since we recorded an episode, is that the next movie up is Pocahontas. And been, I feel like we've been really putting that off. Yeah, because this movie, like, you you and I both know, I don't even have to ask you, like, do you think it's going to hold up? No. We both know it's not going to hold up. No. And we got to watch it because it's in, like, this is like the Thor the Dark World of, you know, like, MCU canon, basically, except for, like, wildly offensive, apparently. Mm, yeah, I feel like... I feel like it's not trying to be offensive and trying to be inclusive, but it just didn't do the right research. It didn't like it. Yeah, it, it feel. I felt like it didn't really try. And so you've watched this more recently than I have. I do not. Frankly, I don't really remember this movie other than that. Like Pocahontas is in it. I know she has a song <laughs> called "Colors of the Wind," I think. which also, honestly, okay, I'll, I'll say this: the music in Pocahontas is kind of banging. Yeah, her. Her boyfriend's John Smith, I think. Yeah, most generic white man name ever. Yeah. Oh, and it has the it has the gif that we use on Twitter sometimes where it's like, these white men are dangerous. <laughs> like, so that's about the extent of my knowledge of Pocahontas. But I do know that it is like the most, I think probably- Polarizing? Widely reviled uh, on the internet. I mean, we, we kind of got it. I feel like we kind of got a taste with it when we watched Aladdin. But like, yes, it was a little bit of like- I have been led to believe that this one has aged worse. I know. I know. And I, I feel like it's a really beautiful movie. And, like, it tries to, like, do, like, a environmental message. But, like, yeah, I think it just didn't hit the mark. It I has an think. environmentalism message? Sort of, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look. I mean, that's ahead of its time, I guess. Uh, Yeah, sure. But, you know, culturally, I don't think, uh, I don't think this is going to hold When up. was the last time you watched this? Ooh. Um, I think it was like, I was in high school. I watched it on a whim. Um, and that was your first time seeing it? No, no. Oh. I mean, I, I've watched it, but like, I, I mean, this movie came out in 1995. So it came out when I was like... You said 1997. It's 1995. Oh, okay. Um, So that was like a year after I was born. So obviously I didn't see it in theaters. I think it was just one of those... I feel like a lot of parents just kind of get like that bulk... V- VHS. Yeah, they just buy a bunch of the Disney VHS They see the tapes. DS, the, yeah. they see the Disney thing on and it. Like, all and right, it's like, I can all right. show this to my kids. Exactly. So I think that was in my kind of collection. It was but in I the know. rotation. Yeah, I guess so. And then I think I got it on DVD. I think this was before Disney Plus. Um, I got a bunch of like Disney DVDs of like old movies. So I was watching through those in like high school. And um, yeah, I remember just watching this one and, you know, thinking it was really beautiful, like aesthetically wise and like the colors and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know if the story is going to hold up. It, it, I mean, I've heard that a lot of people are saying that like the Avatar movie is basically the Pocahontas movie, but with blue people. Yeah, space Pocahontas. Exactly. That's what that's what people many people. Are so saying. honestly, you know, if 
everyone remembers, we did do an episode on um, oh, Avatar um, with our good friend Anthony Irwin. Shout out to him. I did not think that I could be less excited to watch this. <laughs> and you were just like, yeah, no, it's basically the plot of Avatar, a movie you hated. Yeah, but, it, you know, a- along with, you know, Avatar was also, like, a very beautiful movie. You, We had to admit that, that it had really nice colors and it was, like, you know. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. But, okay, so, but at least in Pocahontas, they don't have the weird tales. So, I mean, there's a win there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, no tail sex car keys. <laughs> so, we're already starting off at a good start. Uh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm back in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm not even going to ask you if you think it's going to hold up. Uh, and anything else? Oh, man, Sasha, just walking across your keyboard as we record this. Hopefully Thanks, that buddy. didn't mess anything up. Oh. Really respectful, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> anything else that you feel like we should discuss heading into this movie before we, like, rip the Band-Aid off and <laughs> yeah, watch it? No, I think, you know, I I know for me before watching this movie or maybe after I will do some research on like the actual story because this is based off I think this is the first Disney princess movie that's actually based off a real person is it the only one I assume not that many of them are based on real yeah they're more fairy tales huh yeah okay then yeah I guess there's an actual Snow White (laughs) yeah So yeah, this is based off a real person. So you know, I want. I mean, I think some of them are based off of like times in history, but for whatever reason, I think this is the only one that I can think of that actually uses someone's actual name. That's like an actual historical figure. Yeah, that is true, huh? And Unless you count like, well, I guess Anastasia doesn't really count because it's not really. The, I guess I mean that's is Anastasia t- a Disney movie. Yeah, remember? I thought that was like off-brand Disney. No, it was from Fox. Fox made it. Fox had an animation studio that shut down, and then now that Disney bought the rights to Oh, Fox, okay, but it wasn't a Disney movie. No. Okay. But I feel like that's like kind of like in this similar realm where it's like a little bit fictionalized, but it's based off a somewhat true story. Yeah, Anastasia's the one where like Rasputin killed her whole family, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, we're going to go watch Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're going to try our best in the second half to be... Yeah, we're going to try and find, like, something to appreciate about this movie. Yeah. I, I guess. We can do that. We've we been try. Doing, we've been doing this. We've been doing this for a while. So yeah. This is all we're we do. We're professionals. Exactly. All right. We'll be back. All right. And we are back. We just watched Disney's Pocahontas. And Mia is going to give us the 60-second summary, where she tries to summarize the movie in 60 seconds for us uh yes i'm gonna try my best to hit all the key points of this movie which i think is pretty pretty easy yeah i mean i to be honest i believe in you because we watched this you know several days ago now and i'm not sure that you're gonna remember enough of the movie to even exceed the time okay (laughs) thanks for the vote of confidence okay i started so (laughs) we starts off we're in a boat it's in the ocean we're gonna go to america but it's not america yet because we haven't discovered it oh well we have discovered it but you know it's you know white people are still coming over so they're coming over they're like we're gonna kill indians and and find some gold but uh surprise the indians are there and they're like we hate white men which fair and so there's a guy named john smith and he's all like i'm gonna go kill some indians and then he meets a girl named pocahontas and she's super beautiful and he's all like ah indians are actually people and so (laughs) they 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 are like two people from different worlds and they fall in love with each other and then they try to end racism and then they do the end okay that was 38 seconds i feel like you missed a couple plot points i mean i got the gist of it you missed a couple major plot points and 
I think you sort of misconstrued what led to the conflict. The the Native Americans in this movie did not hate the white men right off the the European travelers, uh, you know, immigrants, sailors, explorers. I mean, pretty much right off the bat, they got no. Up. They went to go explore, and then the they got the, shot. Yeah, they got shot. At one of them, got killed. Yeah, that is true. And then they're all like, okay. Yeah, and then they hated them. And so you were right, it was justified, but you were like, yeah, they hate them. And it wasn't right off the bat. They actually just went to go take a look at these mysterious people on a gigantic boat that came in and were like setting up shop. And they're like, hey, let's go maybe like take a look at that. And Okay, thank you for the clarification. Okay. I just... I just feel like that's sort of an important, you know, dynamic to this. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's a good point. Even Disney in the 90s realized that the Native Americans were not in the wrong in this conflict. No, absolutely not. That was probably, honestly... That was like the most progressive thing of this movie. For the time, that was probably extremely progressive. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... And that's kind of where the progressiveness of this movie ends. Yeah. So let's <laughs> let's let's start off with uh, what did what we liked about this movie. For me, I thought this was a really, really beautiful movie. Um, the landscaping and the colors, I mean, the songs literally called Colors of the Wind, but it shows. And I think this is like the most serious Disney princess movie we have gotten to this far. Um, so yeah, I think it's really done really beautifully animated. I think even like, um, I read somewhere that they use rotoscope for the, animation that's i don't why. know what that means oh it, you know i don't either <laughs> <laughs> but i think it, it adds to like but you wanted to sound smart <laughs> yeah, I, did. Um, I think it adds to like the the fluidity of the animation and it's how not, would you know that it adds to that you just said you that's don't know what, what that's that what is. usually what it like it i don't know i think with the animation being that's why it's set on the imbd db <laughs> anyways Okay, so according to Google, rotoscoping is an animation technique that animators use to trace over motion picture footage frame by frame and produce realistic action. So it's kind of like original motion capture, I guess? Yeah, they like photographed live action movie images and then like traced over them. Yeah, so I think, I mean, that really shows in this movie too where like the people move very fluidly and like, you know, it's it's just really well done in that aspect. And also I feel like the songs are like, they're really good songs, like... Okay. All of them? You're going to endorse all of them? Most across of them. The, across the board? Okay, you can't deny that Colors of the Wind is pretty much a banger. That's just, like, the most epic Disney song that you could ever pick up. Like, it just doesn't compare to any of the other Disney princess songs that we have, that we've seen so far. In, 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 like, the aspect of, like, its epicness and, like, it's very, like, you know, no? Orchestra, orchestra, <laughs> orchestral i mean i thought the live action aladdin uh jasmine song was pretty uh, was like pretty good which one i'm just messing with yeah you. there is none uh, yeah no i mean I, I think in terms of the animated movies we've watched so far i think that is true yes and then just around the river bend is a, a slept on song that was a pretty good song and then i think even the ending song where she's like running to go save john smith i think that song's really beautiful but i only say that because it was also in the world of color soundtrack and like that was like my favorite part of it because it's just got this really cool french horn part that is like amazing so anyways i'm i used to play music in high school so i really love like you know classical music so i think that was really good um 
Another thing I liked about this is that the um, animal sidekicks don't talk. This is the first time they don't talk. I mean, Abu sort of talked, but like... Yeah. No, he definitely talked. I mean, they had subtitles for him. That, yeah, my definition is talking. But this is like, this is like straight, like, there's no talking. There's just, it's just yeah, animals they're, being they're just animals. cute animals. Yeah. You know, precocious animals. Yeah, I thought uh, it's it was Miko and Flit, right, were their names? Yeah. I have that written down that they're the first non-annoying animal sidekicks. Oh, no, I loved history. Miko. He yeah. was the greatest. All he wanted to do was eat food and terrorize a dog. Yeah, he honestly reminded me of our cat. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. He's just very mischievous. I and mean, that's what raccoons are. But, yeah. um, yeah, so I... And he was just scared of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read that in, uh, they wanted to, that originally Pocahontas was going to have three animal sidekicks, uh, one raccoon, one hummingbird, and a turkey, voiced by John Candy. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I almost just literally did a spit take. Yeah, the turkey was going to talk. His, the turkey's name was going to be Red Feather. Oh my god. But I think John Candy died right before they were going to go into production. And so I think they you just, just said John Goodman. Which one was it? it no, I said John Candy okay. for both ones. Um, so he died. And I think they also realized that they're, they were going to make the animals not talk and have human voices because they wanted it to, to be a more realistic movie. Which, wow, realistic is not the strong suit of this movie. But yeah, can you imagine though? A fucking turkey. Is it a good thing John Candy died? <laughs> a, a lot of people are asking. A lot of people are asking the question in the wake of this news. Oh I'm just. I feel like that's not too soon, right? <laughs> no, babe. A lot of people were sad when he died. He, uh, of course, yeah. He died been, a very tragic death. No, it's it's sad, but it's also been like 25 years. I feel like I'm. Am I gonna get canceled for that? <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's um, keep that in. Um, okay. But yeah, so I think we dodged a bullet there. Um, <laughs> Unlike John Candy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, what did what did you like about this movie? Yeah, so I, I mean, so a lot of the same things that you did. I, I thought that the animal sidekicks were actually funny, too. Not just, not, not just actively not annoying, which was kind of the bar that they had to clear. They kind of had like a side storyline-ish that like it would cut to them and it would just be like, yeah, they just Five were minutes constantly, of like, feuding of, you know. And that was, honestly, to me, that was perfect. Yeah. I, I actually really like that. Like, usually, like, you know, when in Cinderella, they kept going back to the mice, and that was just fucking annoying. I yeah, was, they like, have their own, like, annoying, you can't understand it language yeah. and they're, that they're doing, and yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you cut all those parts out of the movie, like, it will still be the same movie, but I think it added a little bit more fun and just kind of, like, in between the very serious tones of this, because this movie was actually pretty serious for a Disney movie. I think. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I like that this is the first time they've made the dog evil, even though he had like a redemption arc. Percy, the the governor's dog, yeah, <laughs> was just like kind of an asshole. Yeah. And I thought that was that's like kind bug. of a, because normally, you know, in every single Disney movie, the dog is the good guy. That's the pet of the princess or the good person or whatever. And the cats, and the cats are evil. Yeah. And I mean, there wasn't a cat, but I mean, you know, are raccoons kind of cats? I just thought it was funny because yeah, I mean, there are. I don't know if this is a controversial take like but they're bad dogs and like they're mean dogs and I i'm glad that they showed kind of that representation all dogs are good boys <laughs> i mean I don't know what you're by the end of the about. movie he was a good boy and I, I enjoyed his dynamic with uh with miko where they were they were kind of feuding and then by the end they were best friends and they showed everyone that you know even if you have differences you can get along 
Yeah, no, I, I thought it that. was a very cute way to show that. Would I have watched an entire movie of Miko and Percy just going at each other? Like, I feel like that's got. There's got to be a direct to DVD sequel of that. I don't know. I know there is a. It's like Pocahontas for <laughs> Miko's adventure. <laughs> I'd watch it, um, but yes, Pocahontas. This movie does have a sequel, which we don't talk about because um, that doesn't count because it's straight to DVD and it's trash. Um, what did you? Did you like any of the characters? Uh, they were kind of pretty flat characters. Yeah, I the think. characters I didn't think were that great. Although I, actually... I did like uh, Governor Radcliffe's little sidekick guy. He was pretty funny. Yeah, he was funny. Um, I, I, I sort of like Pocahontas. Like, I did not like her. I think she's really beautiful. I think she's a very, like, this is like the first time where it's, she doesn't look as cartoonish as the other princesses. I'm talking like... Like, really big eyes and, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. tiny waist. No, I mean, even most... Only Ratcliffe is the only one that's, like, really cartoony in this one. Like, most of them... Uh, most of the characters, I feel like, are a little bit more... Yeah, I did like... I the... mean, that's probably owes to the rotoscoping. <laughs> Shut up! Um, I did like her friend... Uh... Oh, man. What's her friend's name? I don't remember her friend's name. I would have liked more screen time between... Pocahontas and her friend, which name I am um, just completely blanking on. Um, I did like. Well, they the... had to cut it to make room for more John Candy and his turkey <laughs> yeah. and his song solos. No, I did like the dynamic because I think this is like the first time in Disney mo princess movies that we see a relationship between like two friends who are girls. Because I, I think that is true. I think in no, all it, of the other ones, yeah. their only friends are animals. Exactly. So at least Pocahontas <laughs> has a friend. And, you know, you, you can kind of see the bond between them. They've been friends for a while. Um, because she, Pocahontas' friend's kind of like, Pocahontas, you're a dumbass. What are you doing? And, like, she stands up to her, but still tries to cover up for her because, you know, oh, that's still my friend. I'm still going to, like, you know, ride or die with her. I, I liked her dad. Her dad was chill? Yeah, I thought, you know, he had, number one, he had the great meme of, like, these white men are dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, you know, that... That was great. I mean, he wasn't wrong either. Um, uh, you know, and I also like in terms of character progression, I thought he was good. Like he went from he's like, oh, you got to get married. You got to do this. Like I've arranged the marriage to you to like understanding and accepting that like she loves uh, the person that she loves. And uh, well, going with her, her, his daughter's intuition on, hey, maybe this guy doesn't deserve to die. Let's not all go to war. Well, and I mean, that also, to her. that also, I mean, her husband to be died. So he's just like, well, I but mean, did he know that by that point? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's sure. right. That's what they went to war over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But even still, but it's he listened to her. He did. That was not, you know, for those times. Well, I don't because know how I think common that was. In this movie, he saw a lot of her mother in her. And he's like, you know, I want to respect that. And, you know, she has a very strong will and a, is a free spirit and stuff like that and goes with the wind and shit like that. Goes but, with um, the colors of the wind. Oh, the colors of the wind. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Um,. Anything else you liked about this movie? Well, let's, get, we, let's go. Let's, we gotta let's do this. Rip the band-aid off. <laughs> okay, so this movie surprisingly does not have a trigger warning at the beginning of it. I think that was the first thing we realized. I'm honestly floored that Aladdin had one and this movie does not. I felt like this movie had way more offensive stuff than Aladdin did. Just in terms yeah. of the bulk of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised. It didn't. The only warning it said was that there was some tobacco use. That was the only I warning. I feel like we should maybe be warning children about a few more things than that. Going, or parents, yeah. I guess, more accurately. So, yeah, so this movie is supposed to be based off a historical figure, which, you know, there are movies that are based off historical figures. And, you know, it does 
Take I some creative. I believe you said she's the only Disney princess based on a historical figure, though, right? Yes. Okay. Um, like historical, like actual person. It's not like a fantasy or yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a fairy tale. Or based anything. on a person who we know existed. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know there are some like movies out there that are based on historical figures, and you know they're always going to be cr- these creative liberties that the movie's going to take just to kind of make it more dramatic. Um. But this. Oh movie... my God! Jerry West just started throwing bricks at our house for saying that. That's unbelievable. <laughs> um, but this movie, I feel like, took it way too far with its creativity. Uh, what is it? Creativity liberties. Yes. It's creative liberties. But, yeah. I'm just not. Words okay. are not coming today. But um, yeah, this movie has a lot of issues, and you know. Am I the person to say what the issues are? Like, no, I'm not in that position, but I can kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you know, both me and you are not Native Americans, so we can't really say, like, what's offensive and what's not to Native Americans. But I feel like this movie kind of has... I, I feel like we can point out that there were some stereotypes and there was some language used in this movie that would certainly not be used today. There is an entire song about killing... I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this word. Uh, are you talking a about a slang this? term for Indians? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a whole song called "Savages," which is basically I I get where the song they were trying to do with the song is. No, like, I'm not even talking about that one. I'm talking about at the beginning of the movie. Oh, when they're on the boat and everything. Yes. Kill myself a. Yeah, when they're when they're they have a whole song about how many Indian Native Americans John Smith has killed, yeah. and they're like bragging about it and yeah. talking about how uh, he will blast any Indian who tries to stop them from taking the gold of the land. Uh, yeah, and this is supposed to be the hero. Yeah, and this then, is the hero, and then Johnny McWar Crimes himself <laughs> is. Continually bragging about how many savages, quote unquote, he's killed. Yeah, like and he's got a body count, basically. Yeah, he's walking around like a Star Wars bounty hunter, <laughs> and but about like real people. And then we're supposed to believe that like the second he sees Pocahontas, he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, all lives matter, actually. <laughs> he's like, actually. John Smith definitely would say all lives matter, yeah. but he more specifically John Smith also started would build, wanted to build the wall. Yeah, John Smith started arguing that Native American lives matter as soon as he saw one that he found attractive. Yeah, all the other ones, he's like, nah. He's like, no, nah, I'll blast them. That's yeah. fine. They, the they, past, they aren't no. going to stop me from getting my gold. Oh my God. But Pocahontas, I love her, and now I empathize with her people in her plate. Yeah, <laughs> just just like in a matter of seconds, you yeah. know. He's like, as you do. He just saw her, life. and he's like, and then and then you know, she learned to speak his language by just literally just listening to her heart, and she's like, yeah, I speak English now. <sighs> yeah, that's. And then they're in love, you know, yeah. within like you a know... day, and they're ready to die for each other. Young love. Yeah, you know? yeah. See, I the problem with this movie is it romanticizes the story of Pocahontas, and which Pocahontas' story is not romantic at all. It's very sad and very tragic. And the fact that Disney's kind of like making this, making light of her her journey is just not. I don't know. It just so not, I'm just. I'm, I'm I just don't say it. It doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> Beyond knowing that she is a real person who existed, who I believe did actually marry a British person and go back to Britain eventually in her real life. Like I don't really know anything from my history classes yeah. about Pocahontas. So you read up on the real story. Yeah. Can you give us the kind of abbreviated version of 
what things this movie got wrong so that Jerry West can take it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> so basically, Pocahontas, when she first met John Smith, he came to America, specifically Virginia. Also, fun fact, Virginia does not have cliffs, so I don't know where the fuck she's jumping off in the cliffs and going into, like, deep diving into water and stuff like that. I guess, whatever, it was aesthetically pleasing, I guess. Um, when Pocahontas first met John Smith, she was actually around, like, 9 to 10 years old. So they really, really aged her up. What is it with Disney movies and making the princesses preteens? No, no, no. But like in the in the Disney movie, Pocahontas is supposed no, to be like yeah. I mean, 18, she's clearly 19. older in the movie. But like, why do they keep doing this? I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, she's super young and like. So we're basically going off. So like John Smith wrote a bunch of letters going back and forth to like, I believe a queen of Denmark or something like that. He was in correspondence with someone and he was writing all these letters and saying like, you know, oh, like, you know, the, the Indians were about to kill me and like Pocahontas came and saved me. And, you know, now we're like good with them. Um, yeah, that wasn't true. It was basically just him like exaggerating the truth. How do we know that he was exaggerating the truth? Because in other, because like when he would write letters, like it, he wouldn't stay consistent in the truth, basically. Oh, okay. and like you know, it was, oh, and he had no way. I mean, it's not like email where he can go right. back and see what he said before. It's been like months or yeah. years. Yeah, and maybe. I think you okay. know, there's other documentation saying that like it's never really happened, and also just the way the culture was in her Indian tribe, saying that like basically, I mean, she was so young and she was the she was she was the chief's daughter. Um, Pocahontas wasn't even her real name to begin with. It was a nickname. Oh. Meaning, like, clever one or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, she would be the chief's daughter, and, the, you know, she, the chief's daughter would be very, like, closely guarded, and she wouldn't be going out by herself. Like, in the movie, she's, like, going to, like, meet up with him by yeah. himself and stuff like that. I don't think that would have happened. So, we're basically, this movie's based on, like, uh, incels fantasy fan fiction because how did we get to that i don't know (laughs) it's just it just didn't i don't think it happened and like you know so and she never really fell in love with john smith because again she's fucking nine or ten right yeah um she did grow up that tracks yeah and she did get kidnapped by the settlers to like try to get back at the chief because i think the chief had some of their people captured as well too so they stole her and she got married to an English guy. Um, they say out of love and she really wanted to be a Christian and wanted to be baptized. But in reality, I think a lot of people, a lot of scholars are saying that she was basically forced into this. And at that I mean, point. Based on how things were at the time, probably. Yeah. yeah. And like, like. Safe. Yeah. And, and at that point, I think she was around like 14 or 15 um, when she got captured. Um, it's also very kind of hard to pinpoint a lot of things in Pocahontas' story because of the way that, like, the, you know, people would write stuff. And then you also have oral oral history from, you know, the Native Americans getting passed down. So it's kind of like a guessing game for a lot of people. So, like, there could be speculations on things that did happen to her. Or, I mean, it's so sad because, like, she died in England, I believe. Or, no, she died on a boat, basically. And she was only, she didn't get to go live past, like, 21 Mm. and um no one knows where her remains are and uh yeah so she gave birth to an uh a baby when she got married to that english guy and then she changed her name to rebecca because it sounded more christian but again i don't think that was really you know her doing i don't think she wanted that 
Um, so yeah, it was just kind of like not what this movie is about. I just, it's the romanticizing of this story. It just really does not sit well with yeah, me. Yeah, a story that in real life was in all odds based on the time, probably a, not a happy ending for Pocahontas. No. Like, I read on another site saying that she might have been actually murdered on the boat. Like, they, she ate something and got poisoned and died, and that's how she died. Yeah. It's just a lot of, again, a lot of speculation because it's very hard to track down history, like, way back then. And you would have to kind of base your theories off of, like, you know, other stuff. But anyway, so that's kind of, like, the gist of her story. So it's, like, not at all a Disney story. So I don't even know why they chose to be, like let's do a historical figure that will you know that will turn out great <laughs> yeah i don't know that's weird because she's in all the history books now but I, like was think, she before I, the movie was made uh yeah she was i mean she was a known figure especially okay. to her native tribe you know but i feel like they kind of wanted something where it was like racial about like race and like you know coming together this and they're like ah this 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 is sort of something we can kind of make it and what's funny is that Pocahontas's like descendant was actually um on this movie as a consultant and she left halfway through because she didn't like where this the story was going ah she's like I don't think that they Pocahontas should have like a romantic relationship with John Smith when it just like never happened and they're just like no we need to keep this in yeah, I mean, every every princess needs her prince. Yeah, and especially, I think, another thing that was people were mad about when this movie... Because this movie has a lot of controversy. You know, some people say it's like, oh, it's a great representation. Oh, no way. I yeah, never would have guessed know, from right? watching the movie that, like, that there was a lot of controversy about yeah, this. Yeah, and, like, the way that Pocahontas is dressed, it's very, like... It's kind of sexual, you know? It's like, she's got very... It's just, you know, it's very male gazy, I feel like. Yeah, she's got I that think one, that's like, yeah. One shoulder and then, like, really high skirt. But, like, in reality, she would have, I mean, even as a child, I don't I don't think that's what she would have worn. I don't think that's what the, her tribe was wearing it back then. But, yeah, it just not. And John Smith is not a good character. He's like a He's not even a good character in the romanticized version of the movie. Yeah. No, that's what I'm that's saying. That's the thing. Like, oh, oh, get ready for this. You know who he's voiced by? I knew it sounded familiar, and I told you not to tell me until we were recording. Mel Gibson. No! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, the problematicness of this character I don't makes think a was, lot of sense I don't now. think he was problematic uh, at that point. I mean, like, maybe it was, like, a little hush-hush, but, like, now... It was, like, before he went on that whole, you know, rant and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I'm sure he was totally, like, didn't, uh, he didn't hold any problematic views before that moment. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it was Mel Gibson. Oh, God. Do you feel bad about yourself? There's just nothing redeemable about this movie. It also makes it funnier that even though they're settlers from England and every single character on the English ship has an English accent, John Smith speaks with, like, a traditional American accent. Yeah, oh, there's also a Scottish person there, too. But, I mean, that kind of... I mean, Scotland, England. And yeah. England, but that That's a little bit more... Yeah, he just has an... American, I mean, it's the same region. Yeah, he yeah. just has a full-ass American... It's just like, yes. yes he's, been, and he's the only one. It's yeah, like, I know. <laughs> um, what's another thing? What did you think about the ending? I thought it was just weird. Really? Th like, they were ready to die for each other, and then he just, like, went yeah, home, they literally, and she's just like, yeah, I'm gonna stay here. I mean, I think it's 
a more, I mean, I, I wouldn't say more realistic, but I think it's a bold choice of them to be like, you know what? They're not going to end up together. It's just weird. Why make up all this stuff and then have them not end up together when she actually did end up, maybe they just didn't want the criticism of like, oh, like oh. they're romanticizing her kidnapping. But then in the second movie, she goes there anyway. I know. Oh, yeah. So the second movie, she goes to England. I don't really remember how she gets there, but she does end up there. And then she like falls in love with someone else. And then John Smith is also there. So it's like a love triangle. It's just oh. a disgusting sequel. But <laughs> And then does she also die on a ship at age 21? Uh, I don't know. I don't in the movie? So. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't we'll think they got there. Figure it out. <laughs> Um, but you know, I will, I will give Disney credit, some credit here. They actually did hire Native American, uh, voice actors for the Native American characters, which a fucking huge shocker to me because like, this is coming off of Aladdin where like, it was basically, you know, white bread central for the cast. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, you know, look, we can give them credit where it's due. I, I also, you know, I thought that. Obviously, there's going to be, like, like, I think that you could make the argument that, like, the final song where they're just, I, th- I believe they're just chanting savages over and over again to uh, I think beat. it's supposed to show that, It's like, supposed to show how bad they were. I don't think that it's, like, Disney endorsing that message. No, that it's just language. saying that it's they, showing... they, they both see each other as bad. Yeah. They're both, like, these these people are bad. And what, le- and the, Disney, I think, was trying to show that racism is bad in that yes. song. Yes. Was it a little misguided? Yes. But... You know, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to give them credit for that. I'm just saying, I, I think in the I things... I see where that, it's going. In the things that you could take issue with in this movie, it's lower down the list of many of the other things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this movie, I don't know. It's a mixed bag because, you know, while they're trying to make a message... I mean, this is the first interracial couple of the Disney princesses, if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the second interracial couple is uh, Princess and the Frog, but we'll get to that later. Um, oh, wow. They waited a long time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Did Mel Gibson come back for that one, too? Yeah, surprisingly. Okay, yeah. He voiced everyone in that movie. It's redemption arc. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about this movie. I mean, yeah, the only other note that I made that we haven't discussed yet is it just says this tree is horny as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a talking tree. Yeah. Just, you know. But why did I think it was horny? I don't even remember. Oh, because she saw John Smith and she's like, oh. Oh, the one thing I that, that like, cracks me up is that this... So oh, Pocahontas, yeah, the tree wanted to have sex with John Smith. No, 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 no. So Pocahontas took John Smith to the tree, this yeah. grandmother willow tree. And um, she's, like, looking at him and he's like, oh, no, he's got a good soul. Good soul? He just sang Sir, a song he, about yeah, how many Native he Americans killed he killed. So many people. I was boasting about that. How was that a good... Oh, but he did it with a good heart. They're like, yeah, he did it. But his singing voice while well, he did the musical number was <laughs> yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that whole Grandmother Willow thing. Did he like, actually sing? I feel like it was other He did. did. He did. Because okay. this is actually the first time uh, Mel Gibson has sung in a movie. And the last? I don't... I have no idea. Okay. I don't I really don't, care. I'm not really going to look into this. I'm not I'm either. Not, it, yeah. I have some random ass facts from I am... That thing. IMDb. Yes. International Movie Database. IMBD. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so did I, I, I like, I don't know. I like, I like this movie because it's really like very colorful and pretty and I just like the way it looks, but like, I just feel bad saying that after we completely just <laughs> deemed it a very racist movie. So I'm like a little conflicted here. <laughs> like, 
am I allowed to like this movie? Am I allowed to like... Because I think Pocahontas as a character is cool. I just think... <laughs> I think there are too many you problematic... Can't even say it. Like, I cannot endorse this movie. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, no, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I for me, I remember growing up and like liking Pocahontas cause, because I was like, oh, she's cool. She likes the outdoors and she likes animals. Yeah, she's basically you. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't want to say it's me because... Well, no, I mean, Pocahontas isn't the problematic part of the movie. I think you're fine. Alrighty, well, we got through that. Um, we were dreading it because of having to discuss it, uh, the issues. But I think we we laid out the issues and what, you know, this movie does and doesn't. Does right and does wrong. I did a lot of wrong. Does right was not giving the animals a human voice and not having a turkey. Yeah, and I mean, who can argue <laughs> which one of these things is more meaningful? <laughs> Um, anyway, so our next movie is going to be one of my personal favorites, and I'm super excited to rewatch this, Mulan. Yeah, I'm actually excited for this one, too. I think this one's going to hold, hold up. up. I'm actually, like, this is the one that I'm the most confident in is going to hold up. Yeah, I think this is going to be great. I think it's going to be a great time, and it's going to be great content. Um, and, I, and again, I just want to apologize to the Candy family. I'm... Actually... I, I am thinking about this now. I think Mulan is actually based off a real person, too, in history. Is she? Okay, well, we can look this or up. Or folklore. We'll you look you can up. look this up. Anyways, you can find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or pretty much wherever you find or listen to your podcast. Uh, find us on Twitter. Um, if you ever need want us to watch a movie, you could always message us, DM us on Twitter, or you know, leave a five-star review on our Apple Podcast um, suggesting a movie. We will take it into consideration. Um, anything else? No, I mean, yeah. I think, I think, I think we just it. broke Harrison. Harrison, yeah, you've I, been a really, I'm going to say this, you've been a really good sport going through these movies, and I'm really proud of you. We're halfway through. We're only halfway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we have a lot of fun content, a lot of fun guests coming up um, in the next couple movies, so I We do? Excited. Yeah. Oh, man, you've been organizing all this. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm excited too. I'm excited to learn who they are. Alrighty. Yeah, everyone stay safe out there.